I had always wondered when you have old people with Alzheimer's in nursing homes, they don't have good memory. They remember stuff that happened when they were really young, but they don't remember like what happened earlier that day or the previous day. I was thinking, couldn't you take advantage of that to figure out like what movie or what thing would blow their mind and then just show it to them over and over again? And it would be fresh and new every time. Like a normal person, you, you see a movie, you love the movie. The next time you see it, it's not as good. And right, the, the novelty fresh, fades. Sure. But for them, they forget it. So it would be as mind-blowingly good every time. So what so, is this, a drug or a pill? Or it's what? just taking advantage of their Alzheimer's. Oh, you're just, oh okay. So they, are, so they, they, they don't know they what forget the hell's it. going on. You just say it? Hey, watch this movie. Uh, you, you haven't seen this ever. What? <laughs> yeah. So okay. you could like monitor their brain waves or a tumescence meter on their dick or whatever yeah. to see what they're enjoying and just <laughs> show them different things every day, every you, time they forgot it. And gradually them- you'll figure out what their kink is, what their big mind blowing, it doesn't have to be sexual, but their big mind blowing thing they love is. And then just. Instead of their last moments of their life being their worst, you could make it their best. Like, why don't people oh, do so, that? So if they it's really like love the manipulation and taking advantage of for a positive outcome to help people. Yeah. So let me get this straight. You're going to take a bunch of people who are senile and sick and make them watch the same movie over and over. Again. Well, yeah. Like if, if they like Die Hard, they really liked it. They had never seen it before. You you come up with a movie like Die Hard or you splice in action scenes of a bunch of different movies together and you figure out what just blows their mind and then just they'll forget it and then show it to them again. Find the one movie that they liked and then you show that to them. But yeah, like why don't people do that? It seems like it would be possible at first. I think that there could be some good uh, scientific research to that even though the ethical value of it is uh, um, a little low, but... uh, why like, is it what un- happens to people that like that love something? They love it in that moment, and then you show it to them again, and they've completely forgotten about it. But they're in a different mood that day, so they make yeah. Because like sometimes it. elderly so, people with Alzheimer's, they're like one day they'll come in and go, "Yes, you're my son. I remember you. You are wonderful." And the next day you come in there, "What are you doing here? You're yeah, miserable. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to see you again." <laughs> yeah, I didn't take into account mood swings. And yeah, I guess the memory fades in and out. But I'm assuming that it's out enough that they forgot it. Yeah, they and might that say, they're in a, you showed this damn movie to me five times. What's the matter with you, Sonny? <laughs> well, okay. But this is just a jumping point off from my idea. So my thought was, well, some form of this you would think they could do, figure out what they like and show it to them again, and they would enjoy it. But why don't people do that? And my first thought is, well, people don't give a shit about old people, really. Like if you're in a nursing home or a hospital, they just give you some tiny TV, put it on Fox News, and just leave you there. And nobody goes to visit them. Maybe people have thought about this, and that's why hospice is so awesome. Because it's just like, hey, let's just fill you full of drugs and just sit here and, you know. Just drool and nod out into. Uh, it's sad when you go in these homes. It's a always... great unknown. My thought is that showing them something they love is better than drugs. 
because they're actually experiencing something. They're not out of it. Uh, to me, yeah, that's, that's living. That's, 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 that's living. I think we should that's give them the, the shake and shock. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose if they forget it, it's not quite the same as a normal experience of a normal person. But it is living. It's not being out of it or being unconscious and a lump. Well, if or, we give them, you know, like, that's a valid point. That's uh, it's a good idea. If coming we give them, out, uh, coming from a place of love, to try to help. But yeah, so why don't they do this? One thought was well that people don't give a shit about old people. My other thought is, well, it might not be possible because even if your conscious memory doesn't remember something like a movie you loved or something, your unconscious memory might remember it in a way. And then the other thing is, I don't know how dopamine works in your brain, but like I'm assuming that whatever part of your body produces pleasure chemicals, they could get depleted and time has to go by before it replenishes. Yeah, that's that's what happens with uh, people that do too much uh, certain kinds of drugs. They deplete all their dopamine and then they walk around like zombies. They're like, you know. Yeah, dopamine spikes. You can only produce so much. Yeah, yeah. You keep keep hitting that happy trigger and there's nothing there. There's nothing left. I mean, you're uh, literally burned out. That's how addiction starts. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought, well, yeah, that's, that's a nice idea. That's the most humane thing we've talked about. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the actual idea yet. Um, so it might not be possible to reproduce this mind blowing thing every time, like an Alzheimer patient forgets something. But well, I mean, just like anything else, there's variations. So you could watch, and it's like, oh, well, they love Die Hard when they're in this mood, and when they're when they're melancholy, they like. Uh, you know, this movie. So you can kind of sense their moods and then put in a movie or music or whatever to right. uh, I mean, adapt to that mood. I've seen movies several times that I really liked. And sometimes if it's a really, really good movie, not this is not a, like I saw like Blade Runner 2049. I went to see that three times. Is I, it that good? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. But every time I saw it, there was more stuff in it that I didn't see. The first, the, you know, the oh, other those time. are the best. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. anyway, so I'm still trying to get to the idea. So repeating the same experience every time, even if you forget it, it might not be always the same. Unconscious might remember it. Dopamine levels might be low. Same thing with you could enhance the pleasure chemicals with drugs. But even that you run into your body develops a tolerance to the drugs or you have to pull back. To prevent from overdosing or having an unwanted medical effect. I say just give them some marijuana brownies and you'll be done. You'll be fine. But that's the way of the future. <laughs> but my idea to get around all of this, well, one, one more thing. So for the dopamine thing, if there's amount of dopamine that can get depleted, you don't want to have pleasant dreams. You want to have shitty dreams that use no dopamine at all. I think the shitty dreams still use dopamine, though. It's Isn't it emotion and stuff? Yeah, you want emotionless dreams. Yeah, like shitty, bo- emotionless, dull, dreams. dull dreams. That way, when you're awake and you're remembering shit, yeah. all of your dopamine is available so to you. Are you going to make people dream? You don't want to piss dull- away all of your dopamine in your you, dreams and you then forget about it. Can you to dream like a boring dream like they dream they're sitting in a chair uh, the whole time, not doing anything, looking at the ceiling. <laughs> so this is how we get to my idea. This is to maximize happiness and pleasure. Well, it's not just for old people. Just to be philosophical, 
can you actually experience true happiness and pleasure without sadness? Yeah, what how would you know you're happy without the happiness? sadness, right? You need to have the sadness to know that this, you're happy. To know you're happy. You're like, wow, I'm feeling good, right? This is a happy moment. Eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think so. I, I, I think that's overrated. I think that. I think you can uh, mentally, you maybe don't, not need sad things to pick up on the contrast. I think eating some, but you can, McDonald's French you can have neutral states thing. and happy states. I mean, you can't be blitzed out happy all the time. Yeah, and happiness is it's all different things. I mean, but you so, can contrast you got, a happy a state with a normal high, state. The yin and the yang. But anyway, to maximize I the highs. My idea, I call it happiness comas. Basically, you're not dreaming, so you're not pissing away your dopamine levels in your dreams. Why do they call it dopamine anyways? It sounds like it's something bad. Dopamine. Well, because they knew, they knew it was dopamine, and I was, um, yeah. that's why they call things dope, because it's good. <laughs> okay. Dopamine and serotonin. Or yeah. Two pleasure chemicals. Yeah, whatever the pleasure chemicals are. Yeah, I'm not an expert in brain science, so my idea... Don't rely on it being medically accurate. But uh, so you'd go in the happiness coma and it would allow your body to get lots of dopamine restored. And also, if you were on recreational drugs, it would allow your tolerance to go back down so that when you experience it, reset. So the next time you experience it, you're experiencing it brand new. I go into a happiness coma when I have a quarter pounder with cheese, large fry, and a Coca-Cola. So basically, you would live one day and have the best day of your life, just really happy. Whatever recreational drug you're doing, it's just mind-blowingly good. And then you would go in a coma for however long it takes, depending on what you did, a week, 30 days. I want to go into a happiness coma. That sounds good. And then it'll wean you back down. So the next time you are conscious, you can do the same thing over again. You don't have to feel the waiting you don't have to feel the low to get back up to the high. Yeah, and so you had such a good night. You're up there, your dopamine's going, you had your recreational drug, and then the <laughs> next day you find yourself sleeping in. And what do you need to wake up? Your shock and shake. Shake and wake, bro. Shake and shake away. <laughs> Boom. And then you... So there's lots of other side benefits to this. First of all, if they eliminate aging, if science cures aging, why not do this? It's not like you're losing lifespan, then you might as well go in your happiness coma and come out. Who cares if you miss 30 days of shitty Trump news, you know, just come out when there's something fun to do, you know. I mean, the other thing is, if you're in your coma, whatever's feeding you can like help you lose weight. So you always be thin and healthy, reduce traffic. I'm comedian Avery Summerfeld. And I'm comedian Bruce Fike. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.